0: You're listening to Pop Culture Fanatics, a podcast for the crazy fan in you. one and all to pop culture fanatics it is i stephen strange your host with the most alongside me with my creepy duo from the dark
1: dimension this is brother voodoo himself jay rance how you doing brother i'm good i'm chilling i don't know if i should make an accent or something but yeah i'm good man
0: Whatever you need to do in the dark dimension! And of course, speaking about dark, the king of demons, the mother of miracles, the morning star himself, Mephisto. Jacob, how you doing? <laughs> do we Glad to meet (laughs) your (laughs) acquaintance. Welcome, everybody, to Pop Culture Fanatics. This is episode two. If you power through that, you're the best. (laughs) Um, Like I said, alongside me are my co hosts, as always, Mr. Jay Ranson, of course, Jake. Guys. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for that. I gotta, I gotta that catch my
1: breath on that one. I, gotta, I can talk now. I'm mad I are couldn't are get here. the door down when we fucking, you know, shout out. Like, damn, shout out the brother voodoo.
0: <laughs> Let you leave brother voodoo along. <laughs> and why are we mentioning all this? Well, a little bit of news came out of WandaVision Vision. And of course, we're going to be talking about that today um, That's going to be one of our main, main, main um, topics today on Pop Culture Fanatics As well as the news for this week Jake, I know you're not 100% on WandaVision and We'll get to it, and we'll get there eventually But before we do that, guys, how are you guys? How has this week been treating you?
1: Uh, I I guess I'll roll. Um, I'm good, man, I'm chilling Week has been treating me good, actually Been enjoying some WandaVision, so I'm chilling, brother How are you guys doing?
2: I'm 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 doing pretty alright as well. I've r i have jumped on the random ship and started watching Walking oh Dead all God. the way from the beginning. <laughs> um, out of nowhere. And I've I've literally been powering through that like all day, like even while I'm working, it just plays in the background and <laughs> I'm already like on like season six or something. I can't even and this is within just the what last made
0: week. I think um uh, what made you jump yeah. into
2: that? Like <laughs> You know, because they're on their, they're on their mm-hmm. last leg and they're mm-hmm. on their final season, right? And um it's 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 kind of like bittersweet because uh, it's been on for so long. but I remember being there on day one when the show first aired, and I was just mm-hmm. taken away. I was like, bro, this is gonna be amazing. Like this is what TV's been missing. and as as much shit can be talked about uh, about just how the direction of the show went. There's been some amazing writing on here, and I kind of wanted to revisit that. And um, uh, these last couple of seasons, I know I didn't watch. I want to say probably like the last two or three seasons, I didn't watch them. So um, I, I wanted to go back and, and see: is it did it really get that bad, or are you just kind of of, of just saturated of it when you're when you're just keeping up with it for so long? Um, you know, I feel like some shows. Get better with age or after it's been A while and you go back and revisit them You know maybe you miss a lot of things Or you know you kind of revisit and you're like Oh man I, I forgot how good this was And so far it's been like that for me
0: Okay <clears throat> I mean I know me me and uh, Jay we, we started that from day one As well too and I think we were pretty hooked I want to say the first two mm-hmm. seasons um, You know look at the flowers Look at the flowers um, She was in the shed <laughs> <laughs> um, But I think I think just the repetitive storytelling and I think um, the lack of stakes. And I feel like, yes, people are going to say, oh, people die all the time, but that really isn't it. I just think the lack of stakes in, in The Walking Dead really had me. I felt like it was the same story being told up until Negan. And even with Negan, I felt like that was... Just catchery by everybody's eye for a second, it's totally different than the comic books. But it, the portrayal of Negan's fantastic, but I just think anything afterwards just didn't live up to uh, expectations. Um, the fact that you're powering through it, through it right now, rock and roll to you, like I couldn't do it again. I was thinking about it like a year mm-hmm. ago when I was like, you know, I, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. No I get that I get that um but just to kind of rebuttal on that I you know I think I think I see the stakes and to see what exactly the, the the writers are trying to get at um I know people like Greg Nicotero and like some of the other people were trying to like up the gore and up the darkness but um I felt like there was still that uh that kind of uh, reach into you know the humanity aspect of it where um a lot of the back and forth goes between. You know how brutal do we need to be and you know how much of people should we continue to give a chance and i think that that's i mean it 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 may seem repetitive but the thing is is as this kind of culture continues to live out right i mean that's gonna happen you're gonna like, pe- like you know stuff starts to run out and people who don't know how to uh sustain life they start to go crazy so you're gonna consistently run into these people and at some point you know you're gonna have that battle it's like okay well <clears throat> should life continue to live and should we allow that or should we just only worry about ourselves um and and i don't know i i I think that because of the each personality that they built with with the main characters i think it's been a very very perfect balance of that yeah there are some parts of it that are slow there are some parts of it that are very repetitive but um i i think for the most part like uh, season four by far has the best writing. It, and, and the last half of that season, I've said it before and I'll say it again, the last half of that season was probably the best written in that show ever besides season two. Season two with the whole Shane and Rickting was just brilliant. <clears throat> but everything that happened afterwards was just uh, on season four after they left the prison with, with everybody just kind of on their own. That little storytelling right there was some of the most beautiful acting
0: and most beautiful writing I've ever seen in the show. You know, <clears throat> I'll respect your opinion on that one. There's no- nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It's just for me personally, if you're going to have a show that <coughs> deals with the duality of who is the monster, the zombie, or the human, there has to be an eventual endgame or something to look forward to, like the light at the end of the tunnel. And I think they wrote themselves in a hole doing the same arcs, just with different scenarios, or different areas. Um, I get that i think yeah. another thing too is just the the heart of it was missing once they killed off herschel the heart of the show left there really wasn't a heart of the show besides maybe glenn and then you, you offed him too so you know <laughs> in, in spectacular yeah. fashion Pumpkinhead and everything but you know i, I love Bro, it. i, I love literally it. like it's pause maggie pause
2: Fucking Glenn's eye just popped out on the screen. I wish I could show a screenshot, but that's exactly where it's paused at. Maggie, I'm coming back for
0: you. What do you say? I'll wait for you. Oh, <laughs> but, um. Leave him
2: alone. It's
0: so sad. I, I, I think people gravitate to the heart of the show. And when you have people that are the heart, or maybe could be the heart, or that maternal or paternal figure, and you make them to, like, badasses like Carol for some reason, like, it, it kind of. It, it, it takes something away. You need some some kind of heart with these shows, and I feel like The Walking Dead has missed that, though. But I appreciate you you, you mm-hmm. tackling that, brother.
1: We are having Absolutely. a debate now.
2: Well, what,
0: what,
2: what, <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your week been like?
0: Um, I've been deep diving into Middle Earth. I know I was talking to Jay about this. <laughs> hardcore for the last two weeks. I recently just bought um, a D&D Essentials kit. i would never played D&D like that in my life. I've always wanted to and I did it really for the kids because I wanted to maybe escape with them a little bit, take them off of video games and do something tabletopish, and, you know, just make pretend again. I think that's missing. That's that's art missing these days. And, um, of course they're not <laughs> interested.
2: <laughs> well, Go ahead. Um... I mean, there's, I mean, but there's di- different tabletop games. Like the ones that I've always been curious about are the Resident Evil games, um, or like the zombie survival ones. Mm-hmm. Um, those look like they would be pretty fun. Um, I imagine you would tackle it just like you would tackle like a the and kind of thing.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, Jay saw one that was a Fallout based one as well too. Um, oh, nice. I think there's different variations of the game as well too. I guess I just want to start. Never played a Fallout game. We'll talk about the second, Jake. Like we're gonna, we're gonna shame you in the second shame. Um, but that's what the kids are doing to me right now. They're just basically shaming you with this right now because it's it's too much world building. It's too much character creation, and I, I guess they'd rather it have really is, you know have someone to work with and just play the game from there. But me myself, I'm enjoying just deep diving into it. Just I, I made my own character. Um, I've been deep diving into like Tolkien. I've been watching Lord of the Ring movies, I've been watching I, I fell asleep to the Hobbit the other day as well too, just to get my get my dwarfism on right there. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need to know exactly what dwarfs do. We're gonna deep dive That's into still this only right now. As two. <laughs> so uh, I've been on my middle of earth binge right now. I've been having a good time with that. Um, yeah, that's really about me. Nothing really crazy. Just work in the middle Earth. <laughs> Just work in the middle of Earth. <laughs> Sounds like a good life, right? <laughs> All right. Let's break it down for the news of the week right here. Does anybody want to start off a topic? Mm. <laughs> All right. I'll throw one down right now. <laughs> Let's talk about the one that everybody's been having fun with this week from Sunday to now let's talk about the spider-man reveal for its name guys how do you feel about spider-man 3's new name right now
2: I don't see why anyone would have a problem
0: with it to be honest um,
2: I mean I guess they're um, sticking on that uh, on, on that theme there which is I, I I don't I honestly don't see a problem with it to be honest and um, maybe if there is no no connection uh from the story to the title then yeah i could get it but right now like it's 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 interesting because it's giving me a kind of unknown scenario or like a uh uh it's gonna leave uh peter parker um in in a bind where it's it's gonna seem like there's
1: i I almost (laughs) said it but no way
2: home (laughs) but i can't But do you see where I'm going with that? Like, it, 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 it's it's there's gonna be quite a dilemma, um, and I, I I feel like there's gonna be
0: a lot of feels in it. Okay, all right. What about you, Jay? I know you said that it has a lot to do with the end scenario from Far From Home. What I don't know, cause
1: just how he he got outed. Um, with Far From Home at the end by Mysterio so it kind of plays into that like you know No Way Home like I can't get back to who I am to who I was to the relatives and family that I love kind of on the run type of feel and it also kind of I feel that plays in a way with Multiverse of Madness we were getting with Doctor Strange and Vision, because you really all these realities are just being mixed up so I think that's that's the feels that I get from it but they could probably be sticking to like Jake said you know you got homecoming far away from home and far from home and then this so those are the vibes I got how do you feel about it though I'm back and forth on it I definitely see what they're
0: trying to do with the home they're using that as as part of their marketing and kudos to them they're just mm-hmm. trying to stick with that theme um a little confused because I, I, I could definitely see your point when it ca- comes to the, the Joe J- the Jameson um, situation where you outed Peter Parker so I'm like well yeah that makes sense but now that we're I feel like we're so far from that now from that scene from that end credit scene to where we are now with all the rumors with different dimensions with um, dr strange and realities and then of course wandavision and how supposedly wandavision and spider-man 3 and then of course dr strange are all syncing together in some sort of way the, the reveals that we're hearing about all through spider-man in one movie as well too has been there so i just don't know i i don't know how that end credit scene with with JJ um, outing Peter Parker is even relevant anymore when we are looking at a possible movie with three Peter Parkers.
1: I, I, I don't know. I, I, no, 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 no. I don't know if I, I Jake was going to take it. I mean, um, but that, that movie just seems so super convoluted with all the people that are dropping and stuff like that, so... Um, <coughs> I, I didn't even really look at that at that aspect with the whole spider-verse so i mean oof i don't know how do you feel about that jake because I, I i didn't even look at it that way i was just stuck on the more far from home outing
2: i mean here's the thing um i as long as i don't i, I don't i really don't know how to say it like as long as it works like i'm i'm okay with it so the thing is it's I'm only understanding a fraction of this because I haven't seen WandaVision yet. And because I'm like so out of the loop with that conversation that people are having. I mean, I know I see people post about it, but I still don't know what the fuck they're talking about. You know what I mean? There's no context for me to, you know, uh, include in that. So I don't know what's going on. But I know that um, what was the Spider-Man movie that came out? Uh,
1: uh, the, spider the, the animated
2: one. The- oh, into the Spider Verse, yeah. Into the Spider Verse. I know that that made such a splash. Like people, like that, like the everybody was rolling about that movie. That movie got like so much conversation online, and um, a part of me felt like if, if they were going to do like the live action, you know, uh, Spider Verse uh, w- with with the all, all the Peter Parkers that we knew, I felt like part of it was just because of that, of uh, uh, you know, that want you know, that demand from 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 the community. And I feel like they could make it work, and as long as it worked, I have no problem with it. As it, long as is it makes sense, and it's something good, and it's not just something there to give us breadcrumbs, and like, oh, you know, here's your I, here's your so it's
1: no good yeah. I don't know, I mean, You're I was just it. gonna say, like, yeah, it's uh, I... I Now that you threw it into that aspect with the three uh, Spider-Mans, it kind of makes you think, and especially with the last episode of WandaVision, where you saw, I mean, I really don't want to spoil much for Jake, but where you saw (laughs) uh, Photon, Monica Rambeau, going through all these alternate realities, because what's going on is warping reality. So we got the Spider-Verse, we got the three Spider-Mans. You know, reality is always being warped in MCU, because they just said that captain america actually lived out in an alternate timeline with uh peggy carter so it, it has to stick with that with like you know for uh, what was what's the title again i totally forgot no way home yeah so it has to play no something home. with that with the realities that we're getting from wandavision that's supposed to kickstart the mcu verse again
0: you know i don't like it <laughs> no. i don't
1: I don't and I
0: I will tell you why. Of course. I, I haven't really appreciated any of these Spider-Man. Movies. Really? And for what for one reason and one reason alone. I I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I do. I, I love the little changes they've been making too on Bang, <laughs> on Bang, on <laughs> May, versus every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know. But they're not Spider-Man movies. They're 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 not Peter Parker movies, they're Avenger movies or Avenger 2.0 movies or, or Marvel Cinematic movies 2.0. Like anything that has to do with Peter Parker is a fallout between Tony Stark or the Avengers or something to do with that. And I feel like the heart of Spider-Man really resides when he's just a dude in Queens trying to make a good, make it good, make New York good. And I, I thought by the end of Far From Home. With you know Jameson with the Audi and whatnot, I was like, "Cool, this is going to be a very central Spider-Man story." We have the MJ <clears> character, <throat> we have the love interest. He's swinging around Times Square. It felt good to see Spider-Man swing around Times Square. You know, we didn't get that. We didn't get that in, in um, Homecoming, and we didn't get that in Far From Home. We got that toward the end, and just just to see that that familiarity of seeing Peter Parker, Spider-Man, swing through 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 new york it that it hits home to me spider-man hits home as that character and now that i'm hearing three different spider-mans uh dimensions uh, dr strange influence maybe wandavision influence (laughs) i'm like you're just convoluting this all over again sometimes spider-man is just simple and simple stories that's why he's always resonated with people because he's the everyday guy that gets a little power and tries to help a little bit in New York.
1: No go- good. I get I that. Mean, go
0: ahead. Go ahead, go
2: ahead go. Jay. Okay. Um, so I was gonna say, I mean, I get that. I, I, I really do. Um, but when it comes to how how the Spider Man movies have been written and, you know, what they've what they've involved. I know a part of that is politics um, regarding Marvel, um, Disney, and, you know, all, all the stuff that's in between into that. I know that that plays a part of it, and it sucks. It's very unfortunate. But at the same time, what I've noticed about this um, Peter Parker, and, and, and again, this is specifically speaking about this Peter uh-huh. Parker portrayed by Tom Holland, is that um, he's very, very much childlike. But at the same time, he has this goal Or this dream or this opportunity that's been dangled in front of him. And that's what he wants and that's what he seeks. And so I think that's why a lot of that is so much involved or a lot of that is centralized. Because that's what he wants to be a part of. Ultimately, I mean, yes, you know, he wants to do his thing for the city. But he wants to do it to prove that he can be like one of the top dogs in in the Avengers. Or somebody that's able to do something much, much more. And I've always got that with this... um, Peter Parker um character um from the beginning um and 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 I love it I I truly honestly do because a, a lot of people do want that a, a lot of what people do overstep themselves because they think that you know that they're that you know they're they're good enough to to achieve this goal already without having to go through that learning process um I still think that it is a very natural um uh, character that people can align with Um, um,
1: Jake. i mean the fact that you kind of said that they're not spider-man movies is just kind of like meh because i feel that if you look at it they're all spider-man movies in the sense of he's trying to find himself like jake said from homecoming to having that amazing experience with the avengers to wanting to be an avenger wanting more as jake said to returning back home trying to find his normal daily routine and with everything that's happened trying to get back to being a high schooler to then far from home kind of just seeing him hit his little you know pubesic swing moods and stuff with mj and then kind of sitting here saying oh i'm not good enough i don't want this pressure i just want to be a kid you know but then again he still wants to be an avenger but he doesn't want none of that so you see the maturity you see all the stuff and the confliction that he's having so uh, also, he said one of the best lines in—I in, think it was Infinity War. Um, yeah, Spider-Man is Queens. Spider-Man is, is Queens, is it? Uh, I, I forget the place. Yeah, uh, Queens, cap New Queens. York. I got confused with the cap line. Um, Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, he, he is New York. He is New York. But <laughs> like he said in Avengers, he said, "I can't be the friendly neighborhood Spider, and there's no New York to save if I'm not out here doing this with you." So, you know, he kind of has to leave that, and we see in this multiverse and Spider-verse, there's more threats than just, you know, New York. So... I mean... Yeah,
0: man, like, I, I guess if you're writing him in that kind of sense, I see that, but here's the thing, though. We... Uh, we get that. Alright, if if we have to look at this from Peter's point of view, we get this Peter Parker as an adult in the comics. Like, he is been through it all in new york he has fought the lizard he's fought craven the hunter he's fought the chameleon he's fought the rhino and stuff like that he has saved new york countless times to the point where he leveled his game to get to an avengers level you know now in the comics it's acceptable to see him as an avenger in a way but we didn't get to see that throughout the movies we got from point a to point b very fast we got hey here's a new suit now you're fighting captain america oh here's a new suit now you're fighting Thanos's army you know now you're fighting a uh, rage-induced Mysterio who was pissed off because of Tony Stark the Vulture is pissed off because of Tony Stark there is nobody that's really connected to Peter and the only way that that Michael Keaton was connected to Peter is because Peter wants you know get friendly <laughs> with his daughter that's really about it but like if you look at it there's no connection to these villains personally to Peter and then Mm -hmm. we still got Scorpion Scorpion still you know was part of that wrecking crew because of the Avengers like Peter does not have a central phone in these movies and you took away the one thing that that makes Peter Peter which is Uncle Ben and you replace him with Tony Stark now that you don't have Tony Stark you have Happy and that's cool But Uncle Ben was that one piece for Peter that we could all relate to. We can't all relate to a Tony Stark. I'm sorry. As much as we can, we would love to. We love cheeseburgers, but we can't relate to a Tony Stark. Um... Yeah, sure. And you don't have even his best friends or his father figure like a Harry Osborn or Norman Osborn to fill in that gap either. I feel like we're three movies in right now, and we still haven't had a Peter Parker or at least a Spider Man central story that has nothing to do with the Avengers. I mean, all. that's all
1: fine and dandy, but at what point do you get tired of seeing a Green Goblin? At what time do you get tired of seeing a Norman Osborn? Like you said it, you know, you have to kind of up and change the <clears throat> ends in a way. E- I, I yeah. Feel.
2: So, <clears throat> no, I get it. And, and I, think, I think this is a different a different take, a different, you know, uh, different version of it. And, um, I mean, I like it. I mean, because we could always, if we wanted that, we could always go back to, mm-hmm. you know, the other movies, whether, you know, you think they're good or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're there. The opportunity's there. And, um, you know, also a reminder that this is... Um, Tom Holland's last contract you know for the Spider-Man character so
0: um, there's always something that could come yeah. down the pipeline maybe yeah. maybe but, but Sony has been fixated on um, making that Sinister 6
1: movie as well too. I mean it has to happen it has to happen that, that definitely has to happen so my thing is I'm actually pissed off that you're bringing back Toby and uh, I was going to say Garfunkel. Um, Garfunkel. <laughs> what's my name, <man> <laughs> um, You're going to bring all this back yeah. because I feel that you're kind of catering to Twitter and to the community because uh, Tom Holland gets a lot of slag and a lot of crap thrown at him for being, to me, probably the best Spider-Man. So um, I-, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I enjoy these movies, honestly as much as I love the Toby and we grew up on the Toby and I remember going to the theaters for the Toby movies and stuff. But once I saw Tom Holland, I was like, okay, this is what Spider-Man is. This is the embodiment, even the voice, even the little dweeby aspect and the geekiness. So to me, that's why I, maybe I'm enjoying these movies more. I know you, cause we had that talk a while ago. You think Spider-Man, you think New York. Maybe that's why you kind of can't get out of that mindset. Cause I remember you told me a little while back, like that's what, you know, you love that that little thin line that you could just slide a sheet of paper in it, and New York could just crumble at any moment, but Spider-Man is in between there to save it. I think that's why you can't get past, like, for the yeah. homecoming and stuff like that, maybe.
0: Well, maybe not, not just that, too, but I feel like we haven't told that story yet, or we haven't seen those stories yet, for him to be that person for New York. I feel like he's just been the Avenger since we've seen him, and it's tough, because it's like, alright, you're trial by fire, and I get it. I totally get it. but Maybe I just wanted Peter to, to grow up in, in the way that, I guess, to learn a little bit more from experiences instead of going through these ultra-traumatic experiences to maybe just step-by-step get there as well, too. It's, and you see that from far from home and whatnot. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what what they what they pull off for this net for this next movie. I would be sad if he doesn't sign on for another movie or two as Spider Man. But hey, the kid is getting older. It's kind of hard to keep that kid in high school knowing that he's 26, <laughs> 27 right now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on, fucking, uh, <laughs> we can't pull you a Toby to Maguire. Send him to college. <laughs> yeah, there I'm you go, bro. Simple. Look at what they did with Say by the Bell. College yeah. years. <laughs>
0: since since we're still in the marvel universe in a way let's talk about this um came out and it's a little bit of a sleeper in my opinion people are sleeping on this subject but big hero six possibly entering the marvel universe now there has been a big hero six in the marvel universe before but the specific characters from the disney pixar movie coming into the marvel universe almost like a runaways aspect how do you guys feel about that i'm gonna throw to you first
1: oh i'm all for the big yeah. hero six Big hero six is actually one of my favorite disney movies i love it it's uh you know for a lot of people that may not know it's comic book inspired as well so that's why you know it's a part of the mcu and we have seen little caveats what movie was it where you see the tadashi um i keep forgetting in the friday was it angel holtron i don't remember one but we saw a little easter egg like that so I, i'm all for it man like i'm mm-hmm. super excited i love me some baymax i'm a geek um when it comes to baymax I, as much as I enjoy the the animated film, I would like to see how they do this in like in a you know, in the project they want to pursue right now. So I got nothing bad to say about this, bro. Okay, what about you, Jake?
2: Oh, I'm all for it. Um, just like you, Jake. Uh, Big Hero Six is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite <laughs> uh, Disney movies. Like Baymax is my shit. Baymax is my shit. And uh, I'm actually, like, disappointed that, you know, the love mm-hmm. for, for this movie wasn't very big. But I, if, if, if uh, Facebook memes are correct, I think it's because it came out at, around the same time as Frozen. Um, so that was, like, the big reason for it. Um, so it is what it is. You know, people are going to, um, you know be attracted to what, what appeals to them but um, just the idea of San Francisco you know just you know that concept you know and and, and taking um, CPUs to the next level you know was just like oh fantastic and it's just such a heartwarming film so um, it's, I think this is the one animated movie that I think could do very 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 well live action um, because there's so much you can do with it and there's so much realism to it that it's it's and i i think it would work i think it could work and um i'm actually honestly very curious to see how it's played out if it's played out no um, uh, i one I'm, little caveat I'm, I'm, like yeah it.
1: um it, it it could kind of be for the younger age what tony stark and jarvis and ultron is all to us you know what i'm saying like they they can relate to Tadashi the fourteen year old Baymax could be kind of like their little Iron Man, their Jarvis. It's a, it, it's a cool, <laughs> yes, it's a cool way, you know, for for the younger age to kind of experience the the MCU toned down for them. But I, I, I I'm gonna be there watching it myself. <laughs>
2: exactly, and 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 I mean, especially if they stick with you know that same kind of story. It's it's um you know the fact that um it's 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 not a father figure but you know that 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 sibling uh, figure and you know that uh, baymax is what holds that memory of him you know what i mean so like he he's he's much more than just a cpu i mean he's he's a living <laughs> i almost said breathing but um memory of 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 the little bit of family that he had left you know um, so, uh, it, I, I think I think it needs to be done, and I, I hope it. Oh, I hope yeah. it does, and I hope that people gravitate towards it.
0: You know, I, I love this movie uh, just like you guys. I, I couldn't express enough how much I love this movie. I think Jake, that you make an excellent point that uh, we all question why this movie wasn't as big as it should have been. And I even question that you know they make the same points in Frozen that they do in, in uh, Big Hero Six with that sibling love, you know, this, that that mm. sacrifice, that love, that that heartbreak. It's all in both movies, you know, except one's a musical and one's not. But at the end of the day, I think it really falls down to I, I'll be the one to say it. we still live in a culture where it it's very taboo and it's very uh, it's a toxic culture where and i i really feel when you look at a story as much as we love it i think we still live in an area where you know having that brother bond or crying or feeling hurt it's still taboo for men to come out there and show these feelings you can do that for anna and elsa because you know it's expected for a girl to to feel that way in society but for a guy no 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 buttercup toughen up have a big chin put on a big mean face and call the day big hero six is one of those movies that 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 really exposes us to um loss, and Pixar does mm-hmm. a, a a a great job of all their movies when it comes to loss. But I think at that time, maybe right now, if it came out, it would have been more accepted. But you know, only a few years removed, but still at that time, I don't think as a guy, as a teenager, or even as a man, people weren't accepting that. Still, uh, but I think you both are right when it comes to this movie being anything, whether it's in um. A live-action form, an animated form, even in the comic books, this needs to be taken care of delicately. Uh, I, I, this is what I would like, like in a Spider-Man effect, where I wouldn't want this to be shoved into Avengers or like a big event. Like I want these guys in their own pocket. Like, yeah they could have their interactions with, like, a Kamala Khan, you know, with, with, with uh, America Chavez, and stuff like that, with Squirrel Girl. That'd be fantastic for the Runaways. I think they're there, and I, I love that aspect about them because they relate to that kind of demographic, that audience, that, that teenage angst. That's where they belong, but once you put them against, like, the, you know, with, with a Hulk or with an Iron Man, or let's say, because, you know, for the sake of the Marvel Universe right now, like, let's say, Professor Hulk or even an Ant-Man... I, I wouldn't want that. I, I kind of want them not low level, but enough of a level where we can still enjoy them. Does that make sense at all? No,
2: absolutely. Um, and I don't know much about the comics themselves, but I, I know you know both of you do. But what I think it—you know—correct me if I'm wrong, but. I think what you're getting at too is that a lot of these characters that people don't know about should know about I mean everybody knows and everybody can I mean, everyone everyone can basically picture themselves as Captain America or Hulk or, or anyone right but there's a lot of these other characters that come from stories that are more similar to us or you know um, at our ages more closer to us or you know experience um, some kind of back backdoor story that 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 we you know um that 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 we've been through ourselves and in the people that you surround yourself with i mean it's it's similar to how we choose our friends um you know it's 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 because we gravitate towards them you know all of us that shared share a a similar story or a, a similar feeling or emotion you know um i think i think a lot of these characters um stories need to be told uh something that i think is more down to earth than
1: (laughs) i guess like i love it no i feel you um i don't want to say say, stay in your own lane but yeah if you if you want to get to that make it a slow burn because if you throw it into the fire that quick it's just going to get overshadowed and I, I, this this movie it should just be enjoyed Gosh. from every bro. Like I, I don't know why, like you said, they didn't get that great reviews, but this is a phenomenal movie. And if you're gonna make it live action or whatever it is, definitely give it a slow burn before introducing it to like a Avengers level type of you know stuff.
0: Yeah, man, put him in, bro. <laughs> Put them in San Francisco. Hell, let, let them do their thing down Dan there. Dan Tokyo. Well, well, <laughs> hey, San uh, Francisco. For reality's Fransokio- sake. Is- let's just put the. <laughs> Dan <laughs> Prince Tokyo so- so- is very much real, sir. <laughs> okay. All right. San Francisco mm-hmm. with the neon lights everywhere. <laughs> we can go ahead and no do one that.
2: going to be destroyed in Kong uh, versus. Godzilla. That's
0: actually Hong Kong, sir. <laughs> so. Uh, but. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I know I, I know my Gojira. Um when it I mean you can do that but here's a good thing as well too if you really want to play with Big Hero 6 especially on the West Coast and just do a slow burn mm-hmm. there is an Avenger team out there that 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 is very popular in the comics that people sleep on too called the West Coast Avengers. And yeah, it's a dumb name and yeah, it's a funny-ass name and it's a funny-ass title whatnot. But hell, like just having an alternate set of Avengers, like a... Um, Luke Cage um, you know having someone like a Jessica Jones in there something something, nothing too crazy like an Iron Man or a Hulk but you know hell Hawkeye let the West Coast Avengers at one point so you could do something like that and just smaller threats not super Avenger threats but smaller threats that are taking over maybe the West Coast and maybe having Big Hero 6 coming in for the last kind of there like that Avengers would be awesome. out
1: there in the West coast and, uh, I like that idea mhm
0: all right, all right. One more, one more topic. Anybody uh, wants to I'll throw a one, topic? i We're in? like in
1: the whole MCU and the Marvel verse. Um, today they dropped who's Marvel Modok. The trailer, like, it's a show. You know, it's it's a show based on Modok. Um, did you guys get to check it out or no? I
0: bro like
1: if you like robot chicken you will like what Modoc is about so it comes out may 21st um basically it has that stop motion animation very robot chicken like that's what it is and it has that humor sarcastic that dry humor that failed attempt like there's one part in the trailer where he says do you know what Modoc stands for and then you know the last part is you know killing (laughs) and then he he blows up a plane and then you see like somebody parachute oh i made it he just turns around Shoots him like I got him, and it. it I mean, while it looks funny, to, they lost me because I mean, I, I, I how, how did you feel about the trailer Be- before I say? Because I just really don't like that that stop motion clay style and you know robot chicken.
0: So I love mm-hmm. robot chicken. I, I love Seth Green. So like anything that he comes up with is gold in my opinion, but see here with disney is this um i see what they're trying to do and capture that 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 essence of robot chicken I, I get that but the thing is like if you're not going to go all the way mm-hmm. then you're gonna run into walls because you're not you're gonna do like indian of rated r stuff or pg-13 stuff but you can't necessarily push the envelope that much you like like with Modoc, you really can't push the envelope that much you could probably zap somebody and and that's really about it and and the and the like i guess the op- option is like hey he might be dead he
1: may not be dead but you can't push the i mean they, they, far in the trailer they push like a it a, tad bit, tad, a tad bit you know because he turns around and zaps somebody's arm off so you see the little blood just splatter and stuff but I mean, yeah, I, I definitely get yeah. you where you can't go too overboard because this is Disney. But you know, the show is basically based on MODOK. After a failed multitude of attempts of trying to take over the world and battling superhero, he's ran aim down to the ground. Aim is bankrupt, and he's battling midlife crisis with his family, kind of like you know that oblongs feel and stuff. So great. <laughs> that's it. Is that is a great show? Great show. But great show. I mean, I I don't know. Like I would have preferred. I don't. I don't want to say or say animated because i feel like we're getting a lot of animated stuff from disney lately especially with the what if series but i i I mean i'll tune in but i I can't do that
0: hey what's going on everybody it's your boy val cisco dropping some knowledge about anchor guys have you ever wanted to record your own podcasts don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world with quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And, of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast, too, with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh, Whatever is out there, download it. It's freaking phenomenal. You guys won't regret it. Take care. Ciao.
1: You should check it out, Jake, and let us know how you feel about it. it it's weird. It's different.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I see Patton Oswalt voices Modoc, okay.
0: so um, I'm, I'm happy about that already. Well, you know, I, I think that it's very, very hard to put Modoc in any kind of um, situation where you're going to have fun with, and especially if it's a show revolving around Modoc. I mean, I I wouldn't want to see that in a live action show because (laughs) somewhere down the line, the CGI is going to get messed up and the budget is going to get messed up. And I just don't want that. And I don't want to see that in an anime show because, like you said, we have a lot of anime shows right now. So why not do something as crazy as Claymation? Why not? Like, that's an art style that to me, I feel like is dead. And, um, you know, Tim, no, we need to stop it. No. Bro, Corpse Bride hey, is see, fantastic. Frankenweenie is a,
1: great. the ambiance to it as opposed to freaking Robot Chicken. Anything Tim Burton that Clay... Uh, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. All that shit is golden. It's untouchable, but...
2: I, the real Claymation goes to uh, uh, Which one? Uh, Harry Wallace and Gromit and okay. fucking um, Wallace and Gromit, and that, that, uh, that's throwback, right there. Now that's the real Wallace
0: and right with the little sheep. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> what was sure. The one you were mentioning the other day? Davy and Goliath. Oh, who, who, who? Jay? <laughs> no one remembers like, Davy and Goliath.
1: show on Cartoon <laughs> Was <it Jay? laughs>
0: Yes, it was! <laughs> that's the real- I don't remember this. Davian Goliath and motherfucking yeah, bro, Gumby. Yeah, Come on, man, Pokey the horse. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I do not remember
1: You don't this. know Gumby, sir? Oh, I'm done. No, Gumby, yeah. i <laughs> <to say. laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I get what you guys are saying, but I feel like also M.O.D.O.K. has became, like, the butt of the MCU, bro. Like, you get... you get. <laughs> well, he is, though. <laughs> you got the failed attempt at the Avengers game, now you get this. I mean, damn, at least put a little bit of respect... I thought you loved M.O.D.O.K., bro. <laughs> I love M.O.D.O.K., but I know he's... He,
0: he's, the, he's the talking nutsack of the MCU, and, like... Like he he can only have enough storylines where you take him serious and then it's just like meh like uh, bro this Modoc just looks (laughs) fucking exactly there's only so many times where you get like little gimpy legs and gimpy arms and then a beam coming out of his head didn't he glitch out in one of the comics
1: and it was like mechanical organism decide for fun or something like that
0: (laughs) yeah yeah yeah
1: well, we, and and we then we he actually somebody. gets like a, yeah. a. Oh no, we we lost to
0: Jake. Well, I'll, I'll try to get him back over here. But yeah, definitely. Like we had um Modok um, even transfer his uh, transfer his consciousness to like a, a handsome man as
1: well too. <laughs> yeah, he, so always been been. Well. <laughs> he always has been. He always has handsome Modok, pretentious <laughs> character. And but I don't know, man. I I just can't get behind the whole claymation. Yeah, that's how I feel. I got
0: you. Um, you know, um since well, you know, since Jake is, uh, is, uh, we'll be mm-hmm. back after these messages. We'll be right back. Um, maybe we could get some Wandavision talk since um <laughs> his absence is apparent right now. Let's Watch get into him jump it right in here. What? <laughs> Let's effort Let's talk about Wandavision, sir. We'll, we'll get his thoughts when he comes back on why he's not really jumped on the wandavision bandwagon but we gotta talk about that last episode i know i've had my feelings about it me and you are on maybe different sides of the spectrum (laughs) when it comes to this dark dimension but
1: the last episode um, tell me your thoughts brother um i mean i don't know like you said it was the ultimate troll move to just like kind of you know expose agatha as behind it uh but i think it's the right thing to do because we spoke about it a long time ago and you actually made the phenomenal point you're not going to waste a character like mephisto on a disney plus show there's no way in hell that's happening you know we do know agatha harkness just did kind of play that uh how can i say here say that lubricant i'm trying to find a word for the whole mephisto deals taught her how to use some magic and stuff like that in the comic so i mean i'm not mad about it i'm not mad about it at one bit like I just, like, let everybody know that you feel like it's the awesome troll. Like, because I... Yeah.
0: I do. I, I only say that because... They purposely put things in each episode mm-hmm. to to troll fans and and when I say that, um you know, starting off with Mephisto, then starting off with House of M, the wine itself that was being poured mm-hmm. translates to House of M. and then you have you know the Fox version of Quicksilver showing up as well, too. you know, all these things purposely to lead you to believe that an X-Men is coming or something having to do with X-Men are going to be involved in mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe since they have the rights again. And I, I feel it, it, it's a huge slap in the face, even to the people um, who are that's oh, those that, aerospace here awesome to be um, right John so like cool. But yeah. But see, that it, it all goes together in a way because um... And like uh, after watching it three times, I watched this goddamn episode it's three so times good, to see if it changed and whatnot. Um, I, mm-hmm. I I accepted it. I accept. I think the, all the great parts are there. Uh, mm-hmm. Monica's Rambo's, you know, transformation, photon. Mm-hmm. It's still, one of the best things. A standoff between her and Wanda,
1: one of the best things we've seen as well hey. too. Um, uh, Vision mm-hmm. and Darcy. I, I, I agree great. with you. We saw some chemistry that we haven't seen before you know like the vision and the darcy the monica rambo and wanda squaring up i i just don't understand how uh people will sit here and see as just because you know we didn't get no house Ben or no anybody else okay that's it we're scrapping x-men x-men is non-existent again in the mcu no this is a good opener i mean you already got quicksilver from fox at quicksilver yeah quicksilver from fox it it, it you saw the Like you said The wine You seen the little caveats From the gun Being pointed at Um Uh I forgot his name Right now The uh, My god! The That Um um, yeah, the, the say heart, heart well, um, but it's not yeah, right. We saw the guns. We saw how she flicks the little magical orbs. You see all of this. I just let's not take it for negativity because we didn't get what we wanted. To an extent, I feel people. I get you. All the Easter eggs and everything was laid out, but to an extent, I feel that people reached too far. This is a nine-episode show. We're not going to get House of M in nine episodes like it, it's it's unrealistic for people to set this up constantly no. without sorry i'm going on a tangent when i was always on when i was getting on instagram everybody was show of hands no, it's all right. who wants to see this who wants to see this they, they even put up the epic magneto picture in the comics when he came down when captain was holding wanda give me my daughter back we're not getting none of that why are you setting yourself up for that failure like this is nine episodes that's it no more But it's not saying that we're not going to get it. That's my thing is like, yeah, we're disappointed, but bro, there's, this is the start of the MCU verse X-Men will come, but just at their pace. Right. Okay.
0: All right. So my gripe with this is that I agree with all those points. I do. Here's the thing though. Marvel from their storytelling, from their linear storytelling for the last 10 years has Mm -hmm. been very specific on their directions. They're not really big on trolling. They're not like that with their fans. Their fan base is like, okay, we're going to give you our version of what we think the Avengers are. They're not going to be 100% like the comics whatsoever. Um, They're not going to be, you know, true form whatsoever. But we're going to do our best to tell our story and give it to you. And I think I want to say 98% of the fans accept that and enjoy that. Um, even with things like Ultron, like they made their version of Ultron. Do I accept that? Not 100%, but I can go on board with it because that's the story they're telling. This show it breaks that rule, and I get it. I, I'm not a like, I, I love when shows go off the wall and they take us in different directions. That's my kind of storytelling, I love that, but at the same token. I think we as fans have been accustomed to the storytelling for the last 10 years from marvel to not troll fans to stay true to what they're trying to produce here's our linear story if the story is that wanda is being controlled by someone inside the hex here's the suspects but it could be that person we're having the outside interference as well too especially the things Mm -hmm. with um hardwell i want to say hardwell I could be wrong, um, and the vision and what they're doing with aim, or possibly aim, or sword, um then yes, I can follow that but here's the thing, mm. when you throw little things, like that's not Quicksilver, like as much as you know, we were like, oh, excited, like, ooh, we got to see Quicksilver in sorry. hours, yeah. it's not Quicksilver, it's not Hey, word, excuse me it's not Quicksilver, um you know it's a we're looking at things that represent things from the x-men but they're not going to be introduced into this into the show specifically um and then it's basically what i thought it was it's someone grieving and learning how to grieve and i feel like that's what's going to happen in the next two episodes and of course it's it's a healthy Mm -hmm. show like I think for anybody, it's it's is a great show for anybody to to mm-hmm. watch. And but like, yeah, like grieving sucks, and everybody grieves differently, and I can enjoy that. But mm-hmm. I feel like they purposely trolled people in different directions instead of telling the story I mean, that they want. Okay,
1: I I understand that, and I agree with you to a thousand percent. Oh, that's weird. Um. Sorry about that. Yeah, no. Oh, I just read Jake's text. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's always yeah. good to break the boundaries and stretch the boundaries just a bit. You know, you you said it. We're accustomed to that, so that's why it's a slap in the face to us. As I said, my biggest pet peeve is you, but maybe I reached as well. Maybe I reached as well when you sat here and said, "My aerospace engineer," you know, and then we just got a regular sword official. Huh? Employee, So maybe that, that's my fault for reaching. And I also, I mean, I don't want to sound effed up, but like you said, you make some phenomenal points. Everything was just being played around with where you can make assumptions. But maybe people reached a little bit too far. Maybe I feel like they just got into this whole multiverse of madness once we saw Quicksilver. I get it. They did it. People are going to reach. But maybe certain people reached a little bit too far because then it just got crazy with some of the assumptions for the aerospace engineer they even said ironheart ironheart's not going to play out well in this like yeah yeah but
0: i also believe that's marvel's or whoever the showrunner's fault is for that too like i think you could throw subtle hints subtle things and make people like the the art of storytelling is telling the story and letting someone like interpret what you're trying to tell like that's always the art of storytelling but then when you purposely put things into play for someone to go off the rails like they thrive on that like the marketing on this whole show has thrived on people making assumptions it hasn't been just a storytelling as much as we love it we love the original episodes like the first three episodes we adore those for how different and how exuberant they are like they are fantastic episodes and people hate those episodes because they don't know what the fuck is going on but where it it strikes me is that like if you were to just continue with that ominous tone Mm -hmm. because I feel like the tone shifted a little bit from this is our story to what easter okay. eggs are we going to put in this mm. next And like You know I what That I mean, kind of killed me a little
1: bit I, I see that, I get you But if you look past all the Eggs, to me it's A phenomenal job of accenting the Everything Like I've told you outside of the podcast mm-hmm. That Scarlet wishes. You know, I, I think it's a phenomenal way Like you said, to grieve Everybody grieves different You know, some people uh, take loss different Mm -hmm. ways. This is the way of her taking it. So, if somebody could relate to it. Uh, I do get that vibe, but I like what they're doing because it's showing her breaking down from everything to just the voice in every intro. It gets more melancholy, more deeper. Like, oh, everything is scrambling out of control. And I enjoy it. I I won't lie. I mean, I do like the Easter eggs, and I want to reach, but I i'm genuinely enjoying it for what it really is all easter exercise because we're getting disney's plus view of scarlet witch which they can't you know bump it up to the notch because we know she has a lot of mental health issues terrible mother we do see it toned down in the show trying to put the kids to sleep take them away i'm gonna have a you know healthy uh, staycation without the kids so i'm I, i don't know man i'm genuinely enjoying it easter exercise
0: Okay, okay, no Easter inside. uh the episode itself. I enjoyed the episode for what it was. i my whole problem I'm not I wasn't mad about the whole modern family office take on things at all. i I love those kind of shows. Um, I think a lot of people thrived on this episode. I thought that um division was great in his little sit down interviews. Darcy was great in her little interviews as well too. I just felt that Wanda was a little forced at times, like just a tad bit. Like, I I, I, I don't mind it. I thought she threw some funny ass lines. But then I felt like this is like the character you're portraying. And I'm like, I, I can't. I was trying to buy into it, but all I kept on thinking was the mom from Modern Family like that's what that's what you're reaching for and like instead of putting your own twist on it yeah that was your goal is like mm. oh, i'm gonna try i feel you on that that's
1: true but it's not percent. the first time we have actually seen uh elizabeth olsen kind of get outshined in the series you know as much as i love her as scarlet mm-hmm. witch um we have seen her multiple times in the series get outshined hell in the whole show and the whole plot I feel that this is a monica rambo story how she became photon where are we getting setting up you know captain marvel 2 um in the 70s was it the 70s bro she got out outshined by vision the whole time so so i mean that's why i'm not that surprised that's why it really didn't nag me but i can see you that she didn't add her own twist as we saw agatha have her twist man vision paul He's just so phenomenal. He could just knock anything out the park. Darcy as well. That chemistry was amazing. Overall, the show... That episode overall was pretty dope because we got Photon. And to me, it just keeps... I want to see Hayward. What's his vendetta against superhumans? And the vendetta with Carol Danvers and Photon. So, I mean, it's setting up the MCU good and that's why I say we will get X-Men people just slow down. The trolling is there. Maybe they're having fun. They're saying, hey... They waited for this. This is the reason why people signed up for Disney+, Plus for shows like The What Ifs, for shows like WandaVision, Loki, Winter Soldier, and Falcon. Let's have a little fun with them. Who's to say, you know?
0: So let's talk about um, like bring Easter eggs back into the show for a second, especially on this episode. A lot of things happened. A lot of things are in there. Uh, One of them, of course, we could talk now. Agatha being the villain and whatnot. The theme song, (laughs) fantastic. I know it's been in your head, in my head for the past like week already. Yes. Um, The Darkhold, uh, the Necronomicon of the Marvel Universe. That's Mm -hmm. there as well too. Um, The roots.
1: Uh, the roots in the basement. The roots what you in you make the basement, that? I kind of make like, as you said as well, because I got that vibe immediately when I saw it where the house completely changed to just like a dungeon, a almost alternate reality this can be a fucking oh i apologize this can be because i just got so caught up talking about it it, it can be just a whole freaking okay. gate into the underworld the underverse whatever it is to her house it can be a portal to like the demon realm and stuff that's why the dark hole maybe was glowing right there because the power is so potent you see her when you know at the end credits the the, the roots were glowing obviously she's casting magic so I see it as that, that this can be just a realm to, you know, the netherverse or something like that. How, what did you take of it?
0: Yeah, it was uh, definitely, it, it gave me different uh, <laughs> vibes, like a different dimension, dark dimension, uh, or like uh, just a different um, way or portal somehow. Um, I did notice a lot of things and like I don't <laughs> like to reach anymore because I reach so much in this show, but you saw mm-hmm. the roots. Um, there was a lot of horn uh iconography mm, as well too it makes you think of mephisto of course when you think of any kind of horns or what that but then again knowing this show the way i know it now i can't use that like i i, I personally i can't look at that and be like oh we got horns there's a devil it has to be mephisto no 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 i'm leaving it alone now but i do like the inclusion yeah. of the, the dark old um mm-hmm. huge ties to dr strange uh you know, Dur- Duramu, um, um so many, uh, so many things that are happening in the dark dimension, um, in different realms as well. It, too. Um,
1: it can it, I'm a lot of do with Nightmare, like you said, Mephisto, Duramu. A lot of they, they can legit conjure up a whole series, anything, a world off of this. You get what I'm saying? Like a universe. Because this is kind of like because this book has crazy history for people that you know know know, the dark hold or haven't. I mean. I could get into it, but just Google it. So, like, you know, it it has a lot that this can come from. And that's why when I saw it, I was like, you know, okay, yeah, it's him. Maybe Pietro is Nightmare. We're not, you know, or maybe at the end, all of this is, you know, hell. Maybe Senor Scratchy is Mephisto himself, just chilling. I know you said it could be Doctor Strange transformed, but maybe it's him just chilling, just plotting everything. So... But the Darkhold was a good. Um, sorry for cutting you off. The Darkhold was a good. Um, I'm trying to find the word. Um, I ha- uh, damn, I can't find the word. It was. It was a uh, in the step of right. Uh, it was a good thing. A hint in the step of the right direction. I can't say the words right now. <laughs> yeah, because I'm all fucked up right now. Gotcha. But yeah. <laughs> I really do
0: feel like Senor Scratchy is uh, Doctor Strange, but I. I, that's my own like head doing things because when I look at the rabbit and she's saying Senior Scratchy SS Stephen Strange you know little things like that maybe but then again you know the white rabbit I was going to say white that rabbit's yeah. always I was going to well, was gonna say that I can see that you know,
1: because Senior Scratchy looks pure he looks good out of everything in the house out of everything with Agatha yes, it's the only thing that seems pure and you know genuine and nice and good
0: and then of course like flaunting him around everywhere she goes as well too it's like rubbing it in, in, in Wanda's face or rubbing what she's doing in his face but I could be totally wrong about that as well too it could be something different the hell could this be a familiar mm-hmm. for all we know as well too she, which but is her familiar her was the cat, though. all the time um I
1: oh yeah we're getting exactly. trolled, we're, getting well, trolled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do different things from, from the MCU now <laughs> um I'm very interested to see what the interaction is going to be like knowing that she added herself to Wanda being a witch. Um, I want to see where the where the conversation lies in this. I want to see if she's being an enabler or if she's being someone malevolent to Wanda. Um, I, it's interesting. Where do you see that? Uh, that's going to be, our, I guess, our last uh, point in the discussion right there is like, Where do you see Agatha to Wanda right now? You saw her kind of mm. coddling Wanda away from Monica Rambeau before they duped it out. Is there something bigger at play? Or do you maybe feel like, hey, I, I'm I a witcher, see both, which Like together. I
1: said, you know, in the comics, she did kind of help her out with some of her powers and things of that nature, so I could kind of see both. Um but I feel that maybe we're getting that she's the antagonist just to lead up to what everybody wants, like I said, Mephisto Um, because just off of what Wiccan said, he was like I like it here, it's quiet as opposed to when she was in her house, when he was in his house so he was saying that it's noisy there, too much noise in my head which kind of correlates to, you know, the theory that people are saying that maybe the noise is everybody in Westview in agony and pain and he can hear it meaning her mother is meaning his mother you know obviously is under some control as well so I feel that ooh, yeah. really yeah. could be vision you know yeah.
0: vision in pain and the inside you know he's he's tapped into sure. everybody else's mind he hasn't tapped into his own you know, we don't know how vision is. If vision has anything in the inside as well, too, maybe you saw how much pain he was when he got outside of the hex. True, maybe that's that's what that's the pain another thing he I as well.
1: Like, why can't he live, leave the hex? Maybe is it because you know he's just bound to this? And that's one of my big questions. One of my big questions as well. What, what do you make of the twins disappearing before? Uh, but what do you make? Where do you see Agatha going from here, though?
0: Oh man, I don't know. Uh, They've done such a good job trying to make Wanda the the villain or vilify her, but we can understand her in a way, to the point where if a lot of things she has done um, are semi-evil in a way. Like, you see her, like, branching off the Hex, you know? You see her controlling people in a way, so it's not like it's mm-hmm. hard for me to say like she's been controlled and manipulated this whole entire time because even in mid conversations with other people yeah. she has those internal struggles like am i doing things wrong is this wrong to do like or you know this is the way i'm grieving or whatnot so it's hard for me to say like oh like someone's been mind controlling her and now she's she's good she's an avenger still like ha oh, <laughs> it was nothing like you know Maxwell lord um I don't want that. I want their con- I want there to be consequences. I want people to come out of this show and be like, Wanda's a little fucked up. Like, and maybe we cannot 100% trust her. Maybe we shouldn't. Like, I want that kind of tragedy toward the end where, yeah, like, everything maybe gets wrapped up or, you know, the hex is gone and people get saved in a way. But the outcome to me to make this show land is that, yeah, um... Uh, Scarlet Witch, you know, Wanda is not a pure villain, but she's kind of messed up. And if something doesn't take hold or someone doesn't intervene, okay, like I got it, can create um, chaos for everyone.
1: I don't know, bro. Like, we do know they tro- they've they trolled, so there's many ways that this can go. Uh, it's just, I'm thinking, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 the kids, yeah, Who? the kids. My bad, I didn't and know went back that into The dark
0: <laughs> I, think, um, I always say maybe, maybe not. I still think they're in the basement when Monica opened up the basement. Possibly. Um, I'm going to say that because I'm a, I'm a big fan of always saying that um, unless you hmm. see someone die or vanish, um, they're not really dead in shows or movies. So, the kids are still around but i ultimately right. think that they're going to be blipped or something like evaporate go into a dark hole, be sent back down or just maybe they are a figment mm-hmm. of uh, of um, Wanda's imagination and she takes that deep breath to let things go and they vanish which would so, still um, be heartbreaking
1: <laughs> but so i mean there's not much to make out of it Smoking but, a you know like i'm just trying to reach um when she told her uh, nice to finally meet you and stuff like that. Do you think maybe that Agatha at one point was under control or just you know, just her being her true self now in front of Wanda? Um, maybe her true
0: self in front of Wanda. If we ha- are under the impression that she's been manipulating certain things in Westview this whole entire time, um, ever since episode one, then. Mm i i don't think that she's been any under any mm-hmm. kind of control especially unless they're people
1: with that which yeah that would that, have to piss troll. somebody off that i That's mean the case, you make all the little little hints subtle hints you can kind of like ah, yeah bro. yeah this will this will be my last piece um little subtle hints kind of also just kind of prove that maybe it was agatha all along because i remember episode uh when they did like the the Fuller House and stuff like that and the step-by-step remember where Vision started catching on and he was like oh and here's Mm -hmm. Agatha at the precise moment with the right item that we need so little clues and things like that you know and when they asked her how did you know the twins were crying oh I heard them walking down the street so she would pop up at key moments from episode one you know where she was just like about to knock on the door just came out so like that I mean I get it is a troll move but you know it was right in front of our faces,
0: yeah, th- which I'm okay with. Like, knowing that this was right in front of my face, and had I not had little things in my way, I would have been perfectly fine being like, Yeah, it's Agatha, and I'm okay with that. Um, but I'm still in love with the show, I think this is one of one of. Marvel's greatest pieces of work that they have ever made this, like, if, if this was a movie, in my opinion, this would go right next to Winter Soldier because I think Winter Soul mm. is for me, Guardians it's Guardians of Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier.
1: Oh, shit! Yeah, I never and you really enjoyed Winter Soldier like that. Um.
0: Oh, yeah, I think Winter Soldier is you know, a movie that's not even mm. a comic book movie. I would have to that that revisit what Cap, more, cap
1: Winter Soldier, I have to revisit all those because, remember, I don't remember much. I told you, yo, when the hell did Crossbones come out? Like, <laughs> so, that's just, I haven't seen them in that long. But, <laughs> just to add a caveat <laughs> to what you said, so I, <laughs> off, I think genuinely, out of Everything that we've seen in the MCU, WandaVision and shows that we're possibly going to get like Loki and the what ifs, I think this is just the most beautiful storytelling that we've seen in different diverse that we've seen in MCU. So that's why I, I feel some people are still kind of on the edge of watching one, which kind of like, let's say Jake, which, you know, he just forgot all about us. <laughs> like, no, i playing. He's having technical difficulties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's
0: having <laughs> technical issues from Jake, unfortunately. Bro,
1: it's, it's brilliant. Just, this, this is the reason why I got Disney Plus. So that's why I'm head over heels for this and I'm just enjoying it, bro. Last one. So sorry, yeah, man. Well, last one, uh, do you think? Go for it. They're already throwing, you know, rumors and questions to the director. Do you think WandaVision Division deserves a second season or will we see a second season? Agreed.
0: I don't think we need a end second
1: it? season. Uh well mm-hmm. it all depends
0: on how they how they end this off, but Uh, it it doesn't I mean I think the type of storytelling that you're doing you can do with many characters in in the in the Marvel Universe all like so many characters so a Doctor Strange Mm. would have been fantastic with with him and Clea uh, would have been fantastic with this but um, for these two specifically as much as we love them I think this is not necessarily a swan song Mm. but that relationship and what we got to experience with these characters, what we got to experience with Vision and Wanda, which we were missing from all these movies, we got to see yeah. it unfold between uh, before our eyes. And I think that can't be recreated, Um and it will never be recreated with any kind of couple right now because of the history that these that these characters have in the comics, brought to you on the silver screen and now on Disney Plus. It's that it's that mix it's that beautiful margarita that's being Mm. made and it tastes so damn delicious when it goes down Mm. that you're never gonna find that drink again that's why that's how great this Mm. show is if you were to do a second season it would ruin it it's kind of like Deadpool 2 for me and like I I got the joke the first time I didn't need to get the joke the second time like I I enjoy it but it doesn't Mm. hit as hard as the first one um I don't think Winter Soldier would be like this. I don't think Loki would be like this. I don't think any show that they'll do from from here to the next couple of shows will be like this whatsoever. I think this was an experiment, but it was it was an ultra successful experiment by two characters where, let's be real honest, no one probably would have thought that they would have garnered the attention and the love that
1: they're getting Mm -hmm. right now because Mm -hmm. it's a robot (laughs) but yet here we are um yeah i agree with you i just like it because it's kind of this this is just a a view into everything that went down with them in the avengers because remember in infinity war you saw them in the hotel by themselves and kind of confessing their love and their feelings for each other in the street before vision got attacked so i i like that because this just shines into all that that we missed out definitely is a tie-up and a write-off to to vision bro so yeah
0: mm-hmm. well that's gonna wrap us up for this right here I, I you know we'll we'll sign off for jake as well too you know Jake, you you can find him. Um, he's trying to rebrand his anxiety and I. But I know that's on Anchor and Spotify. So if you want to hear his earlier episodes, you could probably listen to that those there. If you wanted to reach me specifically, uh, Lucha Vallesco on Twitter, um, you can find me on um, Instagram at Vallesco underscore, and of course Pop Culture Fanatics. You know it's on Twitter at PCF Podcasts. It's on Instagram at PCF Podcasts, and of course it's on. Um, on Facebook at Pop Culture Fanatics as a group, uh, where we have fanatical conversations for you guys out there as well too. Um, I'm gonna to throw some <laughs> other plugs our way as well too for the wrestling. If, if you like to, if you like the Hangman Pages of the world, if 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 you need to hear about the Sunny Kisses of the world, hell, if you want to. <laughs> If you want to hear our latest podcast about the Elimination Chamber, please head on over to Elite Wrestling Audio, Uh a podcast where me and Jay Rancis go to town in the world of professional wrestling, pay-per-views, uh, weekly conversations, and Barber mm. Talks galore. Talks galore. Um that's on uh, EWA podcast on Twitter EWA podcast on Instagram and elite wrestling audio on the Facebook that's on everywhere from Spotify to anchor to uh, Pandora you name it we're on it sir uh, Um, go ahead with this little
1: caveat I read (laughs) talking about the wrestling bro we got we got to do a little bit more table (laughs) talk episodes I apologize I'm just like super talkative today I I i I wanted to tag you in the post it was uh, good um last night we saw nyla rose eliminate Britt baker from you know the women's tournament that they're having in aew just in case you're tuning in if you're a wrestling fan this dude went in on a tangent talking about i am baffled as to why nyla rose legit eliminated Britt baker blah 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 then he was trying to make an argument in case but we'll talk about that off this but my plugs yeah um if you guys want to hit me up y'all can hit me up on my twitter and my instagram with uh my they're both the same handle sun eater one a that's the number one the number not o-n-e the number and the letter a all together sun eater one a instagram and twitter find me there um uh yeah i'm gonna do a quick plug for mma if you guys love rap yeah i was (laughs) I apologize. I'm just like yes. out of whack right now. um No, I, re- I genuinely do want to I love this. Um, I'm so sorry right now. It's like between the Jake, <laughs> between the Jake, and then you know, like so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm off. Um, more chronicles if you guys love mma you can check about and myself out there on twitter instagram facebook that podcast is everywhere on spotify apple google Podcasts, iheart pandora wherever you get your podcast definitely check up the kimura chronicles and it's yeah we do mma talk reviews everything out there and all that good stuff for the mma world take it (laughs)
0: listen I'm not about the cancel culture, but y'all people need to get your shit straight with Nyla Rose already. Let the woman go to town and be a professional wrestler. She ain't mess. She ain't shitting your cereal, okay? If you don't like it, don't watch it, okay? At the end of the day, just because um, you don't agree on something doesn't mean you need to go out there on social media and make your opinions known. I hate this because that, and because mm-hmm. this, this needs to happen. Stop it. You're just a fucking entitled person clicking on some keyboards or your freaking mouse or your phone trying to feel opinionated. No, sir. No. Good day, Good day sir. Yeah. And then I was like
1: reading some of the examples. Bro, legit, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa is still on the NWA contract, people. So why are you shouting out Thunder Rosa? Like, legit, the person that can carry the women's division right now is Nyla Rose. And it's crazy that probably yep. the woman that has put on some of the best matches in AEW that I enjoy, you know, she just happens to be a transgender woman. Oh, well, get over it What the flip, you know, so she's she's ready. Yep. They should have never taken the strap off, but that doesn't I love my, I love my <laughs> wrestling when the, the, the men were hairy
0: and they had hairy legs, no knee pads, and Jack Briscoe was putting Peruvian neckties on another man, and his balls were in his face, and he snipped them. He <laughs> snipped them good. He tapped out. Real, he tapped man, out. To if the stage. don't look
1: like Stan Hansen, and you're looking like you know Barry Windham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over yourself (laughs) I'm done Bro, I apologize We're sorry guys We just went on the tangent (laughs) We're sorry
0: (laughs) We're sorry We're sorry sorry. Anyway, guys, uh, we appreciate all the love right here. So, if you guys did, did Power to this episode from start to finish, you guys are the real MVPs. So like, you take, me, Yeah, yeah to leave early. Issues, but... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I off my chair with that one.
0: <laughs> um, but from him, from us, Later, we all bro. say thank you so much for right, Take care, everybody. <laughs>